Here, we talk about intuitive eating and Jesus. Hi, I'm Nyla, and welcome to the Intuitive Eating with Jesus podcast. I'm a certified health and life coach specializing in intuitive eating and body image improvement from a Christian perspective. I pray this podcast allows you to learn the skill of intuitive eating and tap into the awesome body wisdom God intentionally designed into you for food choices and exercise choices. This podcast will teach you how to have a peaceful and joyful relationship with food and fitness, the kind that God desires all his children to experience. I'll also teach you how to view your body as God sees it. I believe Adam and Eve were intuitive eaters in the Garden of Eden, and I'm on a mission to help as many Christian women as I can eat with ease and calm as those two did all those years ago in that famous garden. Hello friends, welcome back to the show. Right now, um, it's 10 in the morning on a Thursday, so aka Friday Junior, or Friday Eve. I've heard both of those and I think they're cute to call Thursday that. Thursday's always been my favorite day of the week actually because it's almost the weekend and sometimes I really enjoy the anticipation of an event, sometimes even more than the actual event. Like the days leading up to Christmas, I really enjoy just the anticipation in the air. Um, sometimes I like that lead up to Christmas or my birthday or the weekend even more. So I like to... Um, write my podcast episodes on Thursday just to make it a really fun thing sit down get cozy with my laptop and just share what God's put on my heart um yeah so it is a third Thursday and it's very cold here in Canada where I live think um like minus 39 Celsius or if you are in Fahrenheit if you're listening from the states or somewhere that uses Fahrenheit it's minus 28.5 Fahrenheit so it's like really chilly here (laughs) so it's the perfect time to stay warm inside with my slippers on and create some podcast content for you while I watch the snow swirling outside and just be so cozy in my um, warm blue sweater and slippers and yeah so I have uh, the song by Brit Nicole, the Christian artist Brit Nicole. I have her song Ready or Not playing um, beside me right now. And I'm going to turn it off soon so I can focus on um, sharing the content that I'm going to share today. Um, But yeah, I just wanted some pump up music. Um, Sometimes it's fun to just get in that like, I can do anything mood. And if that makes sense and listening to pop music, um, clean Christian pop music, it really like gets you in the mood to just like, I can do anything. So that's what I'm doing uh, right now. But yeah, this morning, Mark and I, so Mark is my husband, we were watching part of a sermon before work, as we usually do during the week. And um, you know, what's funny, I just thought about I said I had that song playing, but I obviously you can't hear it right now. I had it playing before I pressed play. I don't have it playing right now. If you're like, how can she hear that? We can't hear that. But anyways, I just realized that. But yeah, me and my husband, Mark, we were watching part of a sermon before work. And that's what we usually do during the week, Monday to Friday. And just listen to a part of it, like 20 to 30 minutes of a sermon. And the evangelist who was doing the sermon, he was talking about how we can never arrive at a destination that we don't think is possible. That if we can't envision ourselves with a certain life, we won't ever get to experience that life. And I 
I agree with that, and his words are biblical. They really are. There are scriptures like Habakkuk 2.2 that talk about writing your vision down so you can then run with that vision and experience it. Or Romans 4.17, it takes it one step further, and it talks about speaking like you already are in your desired future, like Mr. Abraham did when God put him or when God got him to start going by the name of Father of Nations long before Abraham even had a single child. So, friend, today we're actually going to be talking about the topic of how you can 100%, like 1000%, you can be fully free from an eating disorder or any type of disordered eating. You can 100%, 1000%, a million percent be fully free from that. You don't have to live with any aspect of that it can um, go in Jesus' name fully. That's what we're going to talk about. Um, Yeah, so you can be fully, fully, fully free from any food struggle um, because does not Matthew 19, 26 say, with God, all things are possible? So I want you to picture a future where food rules, food shame, food guilt, food fear, food bondage, bad body image, um, addiction to exercise, or... um, under exercising or like any of those things that don't make you feel good don't make you feel fully free um, i want you to picture your life what that would feel like and look like if that was not part of your life and if you don't think full healing of your relationship with food is possible that is a major roadblock to you receiving healing in that area you have to fully believe that with god anything is possible just like different scriptures say anything means anything and that includes me finding full fruit food freedom you need to really choose to believe that it's a choice you need to choose to believe that full freedom is possible for you with jesus's help I had a few people speak over me when I was struggling with an eating disorder as a teen and in my early university years. If you're in the States, I think you call it college, we call it university here in Canada, but so post-secondary schooling after high school. Um, Yeah, and I had people speak over me when I was struggling so much with food that it would just be something I had to always deal with, struggle with in some capacity. And I heard people say things like, there were some motivational speakers that would sometimes come to our school in high school and they um, had a past with not food struggles like me, but they had a struggle with um, abusing alcohol. And I remember one um, guy coming and saying like, oh, I'll always be an alcoholic. And another guy, actually, I think it was the same guy, he would say like, I'll always be an alcoholic, but he would also speak over himself. He'd say like, I am an alcoholic. He would identify with that like in the present i am an alcoholic he would say even though he hadn't touched alcohol for years and years he still proclaimed that identified with being in bondage not being fully free and that's so dangerous and that guy was a christian too and it's just like not biblical that's not what the bible says that we have to stay slaves or in bondage that's not biblical and unfortunately christians are getting that message spoken over them by other christians like i did so it's so harmful to to yeah identify yourself with being in bondage um even if you feel like you're bound right now like you shouldn't speak that over yourself you shouldn't say i have an eating disorder or i am a perfectionist it it needs to be in the past tense like i'm a recovered perfectionist i'm a recovered alcoholic don't don't even say i'm recovering 
the word of God says, speak things as if they were already, like Abraham. He spoke. He said, I am the father of nations. He changed his name. So it was Abraham. It was Abraham to begin with. And they added the last part on, Abraham. So it became, became I am the father of nations, even before he had a child. And it says that we're supposed to, in Mark, it says we're supposed to speak to our mountains. And that means speaking to the struggles that we have and declaring over them that I've overcome you. I, I'm an overcomer because I'm in Christ. And we need to speak like we're um, victorious, not like we're victims, not like we're bound still. So anyways, I'm getting a little off my notes and my little soapbox just preaching here. So um, yeah, the Bible says we are a new creation and it's not good for us to see ourselves as still chained in our old ways or in harmful ways like that man who was saying, I am an alcoholic. I always will be an alcoholic. Um, that's not having a new creation mindset. Like the word of God teaches us to see ourselves as. The Bible is so good to um, show us how God sees us and how God wants us to identify ourselves, how God wants us to view ourselves. And he wants to see us as fr- see ourselves as free, as a new creation. So the Bible says, yeah, we're a new creation. We're crucified with Christ, those old ways, those sinful ways. The old is gone, the new is here, that sort of thing. And it's so dangerous when our words about ourselves don't match how God's word tells us to view ourselves or how God's word tells us to speak about ourselves. So like I said, even saying I'm a recovering alcoholic or recovering perfectionist, that's not great. You need to say I am recovered and um like as in past tense, like speak as if you're already your future self. Don't speak like you're your past self or your present self. Speak like you're your future self who is walking in that freedom. So like I said, have a Romans 4.17 mindset and call things as if they were already. Don't call them as they are right now. Speak what you want to see. It's this backwards, upside down way of speaking but the word of god is often or the kingdom of god is often called like the upside down kingdom it's it's backwards it doesn't make sense to your mind but um somehow i got a revelation that 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 wasn't true though like i had had these people speak over me that you can't be fully free like you'll always have food struggles but somewhere along the road i i found that that wasn't true i had a revelation like that was a lie straight up lie from hell being spoken over me And I'm not sure if I heard someone speak that to me. Like, I don't think someone pulled me aside and was like, that's not true, Nyla. I I don't know exactly where it happened or if God just whispered it to me across my heart and I just suddenly had that impression on myself like that was a lie that I had been told or um, I don't exactly know. But somewhere along the road, I, I realized that being fully free from my food issues was possible with God. I don't know, maybe I came to that conclusion just reading those verses in Luke and Matthew about like, with God, all these things are possible. And maybe I realized like that's got to mean food struggles too, like moving away from them, ditching them, becoming free. That has to be included in that. If it says all might've been something like that, but however I got to that revelation, I got it. And I realized that full freedom with food was possible for me. So I pictured my life without my food struggles. I created a vision in my head of my life where food issues were no longer a constant companion. I watched others who looked free share on social media and I said to myself, I'm like, if it's possible for her to be free with food, to act that way around exercise, to view her body that way, then God can do it for me too. 
So you have to see it to achieve it. You have to believe it's possible for you to go after it with God. Like again, like that evangelist said, Jonathan Shuttlesworth, he said, you'll never arrive at a destination that you don't think is possible. It's such a powerful quote. And I've had several clients express to me during coaching calls, my Christian intuitive eating coaching clients that I coach over the phone um, with helping them heal their relationship with food. I, I've had them tell me that they too had that lie spoken over them, even from Christians that told them like, you'll forever feel broken and like bound by food. Like it's just, you're not, it's not possible once you've had these struggles, they'll be with you for life. They had that lie spoken over them too. And it it makes me so sad and like filled with this righteous anger when I hear that stuff because it's not biblical. So does not the word of God say who the sun sets free is free indeed? Yes, it does. John 8, 36 doesn't say we are half free indeed. It says we're free indeed. Does not the word of God say we are more than conquerors in Christ? Yes, it does. Romans 8, 3, 37, it doesn't say we're sort of conquerors. It says we're more than conquerors in Christ, with Christ. And does not the word of God say for everyone born of God overcomes the word or overcomes the world? I mean, does not the word of God say for everyone born of God overcomes the world? There we go. Uh, yeah, it does say that. First John 5, 4, it doesn't say we we partially overcome the world just like you know like partial it doesn't say that guys and that's how christians are speaking it's like we're partially free like full freedom isn't possible but it is and it's scriptural and we need to align our thoughts and our words like the word of god tells us to not how other christians are speaking so i i need to help you have a deeply rooted revelation today that full food freedom is possible for you yes even you no matter how severe the struggle is with food or how long it's been present in your life it's possible to break free from it romans 10 17 tells us faith comes by hearing the word of god so i will keep sharing some scriptures in this episode to help that faith arise in you that full free full full food freedom little tongue twister there is not only possible but it's god's desire and will for you that's that's what i want you to take away from this episode that It's not only possible, but it's God's will and desire for you. So sozo, have you ever heard that strange word before, sozo? It's spelled S-O-Z-O, and it's actually Greek for wholeness, restoration to health, saved. Um, Sometimes in Bible translations, though, they mess things up. (laughs) Uh, The true rich meaning of a text can get lost when it's translated into different languages, especially if certain languages don't have all the words like greek has a lot of for example they have a lot of um, different words for love different types of love like brotherly love like romantic love and all these different things where we just kind of have love so you miss the text if it just says or you miss the depth of it when we don't have words to fully express like other language languages do i've heard um in like some languages when you translate poetry into english people are the the original like poet is like ah, it's not it's like terrible now because you can't get the full beautiful expression when you don't even have the all the words that i i originally penned it in so yeah bible translations sometimes are like that we don't miss the depth the beauty the full meaning of it when it's translated into english um so there are some verses that simply say save or saved when really it meant sozo 
the a kind of saving that's holistic so a saving in multiple areas not just a saving from sin but saving holistically saving from from other areas too so jesus didn't just go to the cross so you could get a ticket to heaven and that's what's kind of taught in the churches sometimes no his blood shed on the cross for your sin and for my sin debt as well it paid in it was paid in full by him our sin debt and it wasn't just shed to save us from our sins. His blood was shed to, to give us sozo, that all-encompassing saving. So saving from hell, yes, but also a saving from sickness, disease, lack, bondage, including food bondage. So friends, that sozo life is the life God wants for you and deeply desires for you to experience. The sozo life is that abundantly free life that John 10.10 10 talks about. And Jesus says in that verse, I have come that they may have life and they may have it in full. So how about shalom? Have you heard of that? It's a little more popular than sozo, I think. Um, shalom means peace or nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. And the Lord is peace or the Lord of shalom is actually one of God's names. Did you know that? So Jehovah means Lord and shalom means peace. And therefore, the Hebrew name Jehovah Shalom means in English when translated the Lord of Peace. In Judges 6, 24, Gideon, he's building an altar and he calls it the Lord is Peace. And that's where we see the title of God being used, the Lord is Peace, that name for him in the Bible. And food peace creates relationship peace. It creates peace of mind. When you, when you have food, when you have peace with food, it creates peace in your relationships, in, in your mind becomes a more peaceful place rather than chaotic and stressed and food peace creates the shalom that all-encompassing peace that god desires for you and that he himself is named after if he didn't give peace out still today in every area he would have to change his name so it was accurate but hebrews tells us he is a consistent god and doesn't change in character therefore even today in this year you are tuning into this podcast episode jesus is for peace one of the fruit of the spirit is peace even and that includes peace with your body and peace with rest, peace with workouts, and peace with food. God wants you to have full peace in your life. Something I love confessing over myself if anxious thoughts come about any area, I say, no, no, no. I am not an anxious person. I walk in the fullness of peace. And that's a really powerful thing to declare, declare over yourself. I walk in the fullness of God's peace right now. Um, so that's just a little tip for you. So Romans 8.11 says, And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. So in some translations, instead of like, will give life to your mortal bodies, it says, will quicken your mortal bodies. And, and quicken means refresh, restore, bring, bring back to life. So mortal bodies that that verse is talking about, it those are not bodies in heaven. Those are mortal. Those are here like on earth. And those are the bodies that we have now that need to eat. The, this verse alone in Romans should be enough to when meditated on, chewed on, thought about, prayed on, talked about with God, it should strengthen your faith for full food freedom in your now body, this side of heaven. You don't have to wait for heaven to feel peace with food. You can experience it here on earth because all things are possible with God and that includes food peace, this side of heaven. And if the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, like that verse says, that is a powerhouse within you. And why would it not be possible to do a lesser, smaller thing of helping you find full freedom that 
that spirit in you. That would be so easy peasy. Raising Jesus from the dead was the more powerful thing, the greater feat. So helping you with food struggles overcome that, that that's the lesser thing. And I'm not saying that it was hard for God to raise Jesus from the dead, but you get the point that that was like this great, this great display of almighty God's power, raising Jesus from the dead. And, but helping you not be afraid of carbs or, or fat or not look at your body in um, mean ways or learning to exercise in joyful ways, embrace rest, like that's like such a small thing compared to what he did raising Jesus from the dead. So that verse alone, like I said, should be enough for you to realize, wow, full fruit, <laughs> it is so hard to say that, full food freedom is totally possible for me. Um, so I would really recommend meditating on that verse in Romans 8.11. It's so powerful. So make up your mind, guys, that, and just choose to believe that anything is possible with God. It's a choice what you believe. So say, I'm choosing to believe this despite what my senses say, despite what my friends and family, my counselor says. I'm choosing to take God as my highest authority. And if the word of God says something, I believe it. I'm walking by faith, by what the word says, not by what my senses tell me. I, if God says it, I'm choosing to believe it. And your life will change when you choose to just believe the word of God, take it for what it is. Just say like, if God said it, I believe it. Like your life will change so much. And I could share stories of, of how, how it's changed my life. So just make a choice. God said it like I'm crossing that line of I'm believing the word of God above all else I'm not going back across this line I'm making a declaration of faith like I believe it if God said it even if I'm the only one in the room believing it I believe it and you're never wrong to believe God and you will be blessed there's so many verses that say like that you're blessed when you trust the word of God when you trust God there's it's packed full scripture is packed full of verses that say that that you're blessed when you trust the Lord so the first step to healing your relationship with food is, is acknowledging that there's a problem. And the second step required for healing to occur is believing that true healing is possible for you. And the third step would be deciding you don't want to stay that way. And the fourth step would be reaching out for help in some capacity. Maybe that looks like booking some sessions with a Christian counselor or a certified Christian life coach like me who specializes in intuitive eating and body image improvement. It's so hard to book those first sessions. I know I've been there, but my life drastically changed when I did. And my only regret is that I didn't reach out for help sooner. Life could have felt so much more easier and enjoyable and fulfilling had I made those phone calls and sent those emails sooner to book those sessions with with those intuitive eating coaches and Christian counselors to get help with my food struggles. So I don't personally work with people who are in the middle of a full-blown eating disorder, and I would direct you to work with a Christian counselor who does, um, who, who does specialize in eating disorder recovery. And yeah, a Christian counselor makes a, a huge difference. I've had both. I've worked with a non-Christian counselor, and I've also worked with a, a Christian counselor, and the latter was way more impactful on my relationship with food. Obviously, because they were being spirit-led in their sessions and speaking over me what God had laid on their heart, things he knew I needed to hear to experience freedom. And I've heard other people say that about my coaching, that it's been much more helpful than working with other practitioners. And I'm, it's because I'm spirit-led. It's because I'm prayerfully planning sessions and asking God, reveal to me what, what I should speak over them, like how I should say it, what, what wording I should use, what workbooks I should create for them. And when... 
when you have the spirit of the Lord present in your practice, that's where freedom reigns. And so it definitely makes a difference when you have a spirit-led Christian um, counselor or coach. And I think the difference between eating disorders and disordered eating, um, I don't know who I heard this analogy from, but I, I thought it was really good. I think it was from a dietitian on a podcast. But she was saying like an eating disorder is like a broken leg where disordered eating is like an ankle sprain. So both are uncomfortable, both impact your life, they're limiting, but one is more deliberate, deliberating, I think I said that word right, and it requires extra trained attention, but both are deserving of help, and healing feels so good for both. So if you are unhappy with the quality of your life currently because of food, body image, or fitness habits and mindsets, that are just not really making you feel so good, they're making you feel bound, that's all you need to qualify for help. If you're not happy with the quality of your life, then you qualify for help. Help. If things don't feel good, reach out for help. Um, some clients of mine, they find they need a few coaching sessions to feel better. Some need um, a lot. Everyone needs are different because we're all at different spots on our food story journeys and that's okay. But if you are dealing with disordered eating, so food is feeling hard, but you aren't displaying eating disorder signs, or if you're in late stages of eating disorder recovery, I, I would love to be your coach and help show you the road that God showed me to experience and keep my full food freedom. So you can click the link in the show notes if you love the way that I'm talking about food from a biblical perspective and recovery Um and you can click the link in the show notes and book a free 15-minute inquiry call with me and it's just a space for you to ask all your questions about working with me how that looks like um, or you can go visit my website nutritionwithnyla.org and it's also linked in the show notes for more information on my coaching services and all of my prices listed on my website they are in canadian so if you're in the states it'll be less for you um yeah most of my clients are american though and uh it's kind of interesting but yeah sessions are done over the phone over skype so it's free for us even though we're in different countries and it's so cool that i can work with clients that aren't even in the same country as me it's so fun so God, I'm ready for more freedom is something I've had to pray over the years. And I wasn't, I'll be honest, I wasn't ready for full freedom at first and it took baby steps. But after each step, when I realized how amazing more freedom gained felt, how much the quality of my life improved, I was ready to move um, forward more and strip off more bondage. And God is gentle and he'll take you by the hand walking with you as slow as you need to go for freedom. And he's not going to rush you. He's going to be just gentle. And it's a beautiful process healing with him. So if you take one thing from this episode, I just want you to know that you don't have to keep these food struggles that you have. You can ditch them completely because that's what the Bible says. And if the Bible says it, it's true. And we don't have to take other Christians' opinions as biblical soundness. Christians can get it wrong. And when we look at the Bible, it says that full freedom is possible for you in any area. All things are possible with Christ. So I just want to speak that over you to seal this episode in. And full food freedom, it is hard to say. It's a tongue twister, but it is so possible for you, friends. So let's pray to end this session. Dear God, I pray that the listeners have light bulb moments go off and that they truly do accept now that the concept that full freedom with food, body image, and exercise is possible with your help. I pray that they see reaching out for help as a wise, 
strong and like so so brave of a thing to do may the lie of asking for help being a sign of weakness may that lie go in jesus name right now may they know that it's wise may they know that it's brave and may they know that it is not a weak thing to reach out for help it is not weak it is so wise and so strong may they envision their future selves with smiles on their faces joy in their hearts and living satisfying lives since food isn't a thing anymore it isn't an issue or distraction for them anymore help their present self to focus on feeling better in the future using that mind picture of their future self loving life as motivation to do the hard thing today of booking a call with a counselor or a coach so tomorrow is more joyful peaceful and free for their future selves if you want them to reach out to me, give them boldness, finances, and commitment to do so. Um, you have people picked out for me to work with, so show them if they're one of those future intuitive eating coaching clients that you want me to work with that I'm praying over even now before I've met them. So I just pray, Father, that you would bless their days and give them hope for their good future that you have planned for them. And may they make the choice today to believe the word of God is their final authority. And if you said something, may they just be so determined to believe it and just choose to believe god said it so i believe it period so i just pray this all in your your powerful name jesus amen nyla what's a christian life coach great question well when a basketball player wants to improve their skills on the court they hire a basketball coach or a personal trainer when a child or adult desires to improve their singing voice or musical instrument skills they hire a voice teacher or a piano or guitar teacher certified life coaches like me we help people get stronger in various life areas that they feel less than confident in currently as your christian life coach i can help you ditch dieting and improve body image from a biblical lens as well as help you feel better in other areas such as relationships, boundaries, people-pleasing, self-care, comparison, perfectionism, and more. To book an inquiry call, you can go to Instagram and you can DM me at Nutrition with Nyla and say you're interested. It's for free and it's 15 minutes and you can ask me all your questions about possibly hiring me as your Christian life coach and I do it virtually over the phone so it doesn't even matter if we're not in the same country, which is so cool. Technology is such a gift from the Lord.